this is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. What up, T-Guys listeners? Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. On this episode, we have Mrs. Mildred Anderson of Mr. and Mrs. Manners. Mr. and Mrs. Manners is a consulting firm that aims to train people of all ages, life skills, and how to maximize self-confidence, respect, and leadership. Mrs. Robinson is quoted saying, the lack of self-respect and respect for others has caused the built-in failure in our homes, schools, marriages, and especially in the area of customer service. This interview was very much needed during a time where chivalry is forced to take the back seat to blatant disregard for human life. Check it out. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. For those of you who are listening, you can always catch uh, the latest episode and the episodes prior and episodes pending at um, all major uh, platforms, including iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon, you can name them. So uh, thankfully I've had the opportunity to place this episode in areas where it's accessible um, to the average person. And that's the point. That's the point of this is to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to hear everyone's stories and to hear the details of people's journeys. So uh, today I have the distinct uh, pleasure of interviewing uh, Mrs. Mildred Robinson. Um, funny thing is, about a couple of, maybe a month or two ago, I did a call out for people um, expressing whether or not they wanted to share, you know, their experiences. And she was one of the few that actually uh, contacted me, and uh, I highly appreciate that. And um, and I actually enjoy that because it's usually me that has to do the hunting, and um, I have to go out and find someone, which I don't mind. Usually it's a random occasion, um, but I end up finding so much about them within the first five minutes. And within that, I realize, wow, I would love to learn more. Um, So um, uh, Mrs. Robinson, uh, thank you so much uh, for being here. Thank you for your time. It's my pleasure. Um, She's already breaking out material. I wish I had my uh, video camera recording, um, because I know this is just the iceberg of everything that she does, the tip of the iceberg. Um, but I'm looking forward to hearing more uh, about what you uh, what you bring um, literally to the table. Um, so my first question, obviously, will be: So, can you get like a somewhat of a general background of of you as a, as an individual? Like, where did you grow up? How was your childhood? How was how was life for you? I grew up. A- I grew up um, in an agrarian setting, the country, mm-hmm. but I was a loved child. I'm the oldest of eight. Oh, wow. Uh, with parents who loved us dearly until they expired. Mm-hmm. And uh, they instilled in us um, some serious training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some was fun and some wasn't fun. Yeah. But we got the lessons. Um, and I think that's what's going to be this. Um, I went off to college and met my husband. I went out of state and met my husband in Kentucky at the University of Western Kentucky University. Mm-hmm. And he and I, um, I dropped out a year to do to work, but he continued and worked. And uh, so he'll tell you how hard it is to try to go to college and be married at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that I saw less of him after we got married because he was going to school and working at the same time. Yeah. But we are still together all be 53 years wow. in uh, June. Is that golden or silver? <laughs> that's that's is golden. That's golden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I guess I could jump into the initial question so people will understand like the premise of what you all do so what is Mr. and Mrs. Manners? Well Mr. and Mrs. Manners 
is I am the owner of this innovative international training and consulting firm. Okay. And I, uh, what I do is teach etiquette, life skills, social and business skills. Mm-hmm. What I try to do is bring out the best in a person, to change thinking, thinking, acting, and demonstrating, to make it come that you are comfortable in your setting, you're comfortable in your skin, and yet you can go after the things that you want in life because you have it on the inside of you. Yeah. When I say change thinking, thinking is that you know, not get caught up in the I can't do because my business starts out with I can do. Yeah. I can do all things. Yes. And uh, that's the concept in which I use from the very beginning. When I started the business, I initially started the business in 1996. Okay. Then I stopped, and in 19 in 2007, I I stopped for a season. Um, we were doing elder care, and so as I mentioned earlier, my both my parents are now expired. His his too, and so in 2017 I began the business again because I just uh, it was in my heart to not stop because yeah. I was just I am still getting feedback of the students that that I was we I was able to help that they're telling me what they have accomplished, where they are, what they're doing, including that my husband and I are both the parents of three, and we look at the success stories that our children have brought to us and contribute a lot of it to them being able to, uh, that we taught them good social skills. Yes. That is so important, life skills. And now we're here, and we never thought that we would be so far from them they live in like I said so other parts of the world mm-hmm. but we can go to them but we his our lifestyle is we were raising and rearing our children uh, we we live a distance from our parents and all but um, now they are living a distance from their parents they have them to be more <laughs> mobile uh, and I don't know if we plan on that but you know the world is it's not a big world anymore. You could be here today in another part of another part of the world this afternoon. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, as far as the principles, uh, going into the second question, of course, the principles that you that you instruct are these principles that reflect things that you've learned yourself. Yes, these are principles that I learned myself, and they're uh, things that 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 some of us have dropped. We call it. Um, we see the value and the moral fibers have changed tremendously. Mm-hmm. So my concept, one that I stretch tremendously, is PTEP. Mm-hmm. The concept is please, thank you, excuse me, and pardon me. Yes. That's at the tip of my tongue, at the tip of my teaching. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you get, and then we build on it. Once you get that, please, thank you, excuse me, pardon me, I teach it through everything that you'll be doing. Through my throughout the classwork, okay. and then how it is applicable to every part of your life. When you come down in the morning, it's good morning, mm-hmm. or it's thank you, as may I have, please, you know, or excuse me. I don't stress uh, a lot of. Uh, um, well, I try to stress the best because I'm after your self-esteem and your confidence, and I think that's what. Uh, we need we need self-esteem. We need confidence, and I think that that would deter bullying. Yes. Once you are comfortable in your own skin, you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You're not that easy to shake. Yo, thank you all for listening so far. Keep tuning in as we take a quick break, and be right back. What up, TGOS listeners? If you haven't heard already, my chat book titled Resignation is out for order. Just go to lulu.com, an online publishing company, type in Calvin Pennywell Jr., and there it is. This chat book consists of literary illustrations of my journey through manhood over the last decade. There will be a book launch on Saturday, February 22nd at Eubora Cafe in downtown Augusta from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram for more details. Be inspired and be helpful to others. And now, 
back to the episode. Not that easy to be influenced by what others. You will set up your goal in your mind early in life. So manners started when you're a child. And my classes start from the ages five and less. Mm-hmm. I don't go any lower than four to adults. My first group of children are my little the diplomats. <laughs> and they're ages five and seven. Then, the other, then we go from there to the teenagers. Yeah. They go from eight to 17. And then we, from the 17, we go to the ambassadors. Mm. And that's the adults. Yeah. Yes. So I have, as, a, as, as, as just an example, this past summer, uh, one of my places where I was using to teach the class, mm-hmm. they turned it over to something else. So I brought the business to the house. Okay. And every student that I had was a private student. And each one of these students were in their 30s to 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say maybe 20, no, 20s to 40s. Mm-hmm. And they sought me out from my network. And they wanted to have basic life skills and business skills because they were looking for promotions. Yes. So it's so important to know and to have these skills because they teach you, first of all, training um, social skills, talking, how to communicate, um, um, media. Yeah. There is, there is, things have changed so, so much uh, with uh, the things of the past, but the basics don't change. Yes, ma'am. We have thrown the basics out, and it's so important that you understand the basics. Let me give you a story here. My son, our oldest son, when I started this business, and I was on Wheeler Road, mm-hmm. the office there, and he said, Mom, nobody's going to want etiquette. Why do you want to do it? Nobody's going to want it. I said, oh, yes, there are people that want etiquette. Mm -hmm. I had my classes and everything because I really started in my home and then moved to the office. He said, I said, before you go to your interview in Ohio, he was going to Ohio, I said, "Uh, come by, let me fresh you up, refreshing you on your your skills. And I said, your table manners, Mm -hmm. formal and informal. He said, okay, and he did. I get this phone call in the middle of the day. Mom, mom, keep doing what you're doing. He said, you said they were going to take me out for an interview, and that's exactly what they did. Wow. The manager took me out, and he said, I knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> he got the job. That's so awesome. he called me back to tell me, go ahead, mom. Go ahead with it. Wow. So, And even as of today, I'm still having those that seek me out. Some mm-hmm. people don't want to sit in the class. They want to do it privately, and they want to do it on the Internet. Yeah. And so that's that's what keeping Mr. and Mrs. Manners going. Wow. Yeah. It's funny because the first thing I thought about was there are, because of social media, mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of athletes that you see. Mm-hmm. They can put on the suits, mm-hmm. they can put on the clothes, mm-hmm. but when they get in front of a camera, in front of a microphone, you're like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to listen to you. And it's just the simplicity of sticking to those general elements. That's right being respectful but also being respectful to yourself Mm -hmm. that's one thing that my mom taught me and my sisters and they actually got picked on as a child Mm -hmm. and primarily in the black community for saying Mm -hmm. yes ma'am no ma'am yes Mm -hmm. sir no sir like why why you say that and there are some kids that would probably call their names their parents by their first names Mm -hmm. think nothing of it Mm -hmm. but i said my mom's name once that's all it took (laughs) because she gave me a look even as a i was just playing around even as an adult Mm -hmm. She gave me that look, and I said, I will never call you that again. So um, I'm glad, and your, your son was right, and you were right. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that you all have, not just as, as women, but as parents, that intuition. Like, I know, I know, I know what's going to happen. You're going to need this. Mm-hmm. And when you're young, we don't pay attention to that. Right. We just pay attention to what's in front of us. Like, nobody, that's not going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And even when I was in, 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 um, in, in middle school or even elementary, Having those things and saying those things to your teachers, mm-hmm. it stands out. It does. Yes. It does. It separates you. It does. I got another story I would tell you about. I was sitting there uh, not too long ago. This summer, mm-hmm. I got a letter from one of my students, and it was 1997, 98, 1997, 98. He said, Mr. and Mrs. Manners, I, I thought I wanted to, I said, he said, I wrote to you to tell you thank you. He said, since I left your class at I'm a whole different person. He was wow. a young man because they start at age 12, 13 or whatever. Yeah. And he said, I've gone on, I've gotten my degree, and now I'm a private investigator in another state. 
said, he said, so thank you for what you did for me. So we start training them at a certain age, but it is so important that we get our teenagers. And what I'm after now is getting more of our male students involved because the girls are being trained, but sometimes the guys aren't. And I teach my students, I teach my young ladies. The guy takes you to a McDonald's, you have not gone out to a real meal. (laughs) <laughs> okay, but some people don't know that you know. Yeah. And you say they don't know what you do when you come to a formal setting, mm. and you see it on the ships, you see it on the boats. You never know where you're going to be that you're going to need formal dinner. Yeah. Knowing how to do it, so knowing that your your that your flatware talks without them, you ever saying a word. Mm. That if you if and and if you have a good maitre d and a good host and hostess. You don't have to say a word. You can just use what you got there on the table. And I want coffee when we know the cup is down. Yeah. I don't want coffee when we know the cup is up. I mean, I, I want coffee is up. Mm. Don't want coffee is down. Mm. And, you know, that's flowing with your meal. Yeah. So there, even though we think it's just, we think it's so minor, there's a race of people that taught their children all of these skills. Mm-hmm. And they don't see the need as much as we 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 do, yeah. and we do need it because we have to fall in love with ourselves. We have to fall in love with ourselves. When we fall in love with ourselves, we will not. When we love ourselves, then we can love somebody else. Yeah. We have lost even the importance of life. When I hear of our young men taking their own life, taking somebody else's life of a nickel or a dime or standing in line for McDonald's or, or, or respect, respecting them, themselves or respecting of another. It says there's a lack. It's a big lack also. The other big lack is uh, respect. It's so important. It's so important. It's res- respect yourself so you'll be first of all able to respect, respect somebody. Respect authority. Yeah. You know, you're respecting your parents, respecting your teachers. Um, one lawyer told me, and I was expressing what my business was all about. She said, you know, you are right. I said, our prisons and our, our, are just overflowing with our young men. And it's because the lack of respect for authority. Mm-hmm. So with that going on, that's another nature, another facet of my business that I stretch. I had 45 young men, young black boys in another state and they would hire me to come in mm-hmm. once to twice a month until I taught them everything that I could teach them from the etiquette. Yeah. And self-respect, manners, um, how to meet and greet, shaking the hands, the opening up the doors. That's a used to be, but it's coming back. My business and my goal is to bring the shivery back. That's respect. Because uh, it's, it's insulting that you've been trained all your life that if the, you walk up to the door and the man says, now, I don't know whether to, to open the door for the lady or not. But we need to make it straight and understand women really love themselves. They don't mind you opening the door to stand back and let you open the door. They don't mind you opening up the car door. But you'd be surprised at the number of young men that have said, we don't know whether to open the door or not. You know, some of think I can do this and da-da-da-da-da. But that is not the way God made us. He didn't make us that way. So let's get back to the basics, a lot of the basics, and increase with bring that basics back and bring it up to where we are today, which we call vintage. Yes. You see oh, the vintage furniture coming back in, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the spin of the music, you know, that they have on that used to put it on the, in the spin, what do you call that now? The, the vinyl records. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the vinyl records are coming back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we go and with the, the iron beds that we used to sleep in that we didn't like, now they're getting to be very important. You yeah. know, so the glassware, even everything. But so when we see things changing and we lost some things by losing their respect and we mm-hmm. need to go back to some of the basics, even yeah. in our schools in particularly especially in our schools, especially in the community, even in our churches, even in our marriages. Respect is needed everywhere. I couldn't agree more. Man, let me reiterate what Mrs. Robinson just said. 
Respect is needed everywhere, not just in the workplace, not just with the friends that you see on a daily basis, but with strangers that you end up rubbing shoulders with in a tight subway. Respect is needed at the store. Respect is needed at church. Respect is needed in the medical field. Because of that simple concept, we lose the big picture. Yes, I totally agree. Continue to listen in. This is the glory in our stories with Mrs. Mildred Robinson. And that um, reiterates what you said initially, how this plays a part in every aspect of life. Every aspect. Every season, um, yes. every transition, every individual, every stage. And it's funny, why, why do you think that there has been a lack over the last, I want to say, probably uh, 50 or 60 years? Like, it's just, people don't shed light on that anymore as far as communicating with each other and most importantly, respecting yourself. Cause like you said, it's, it's lack of that that causes the huge problem in cyberbullying and just bullying in general and us being uh, causing harm to one another. We don't, we're, we're lacking the value in life. Mm-hmm. But what do, you, what do you feel that's stemming from? Well, it's, it, it starts from um, parenting. Mm-hmm. The lack of parenting, the lack of not having father and mother in the home, um, the lack of, and when I say in the home, I think I think the workforce has taken away a lot of the training from our children. Yeah. Uh, and I'm for the workforce, that's not it. But making sure that our children are properly endowed with the basic skills. You know, the, the thank you, please, mm-hmm. you know. And then to, to, to deal with them when you get home and, you know, I always stress to the youth, a, a stress in my training, when you're talking to children, let there be a meal that everybody sits around the table so you can find out how was your day. Yes. And, and you'd be surprised at the people that have gone now, they don't sit down at a meal with the family and the children to talk and just find out, find out. And I feel like uh, I heard one, of, which was not a good example, but the per- persons have gone through some uh, some sad, they've been mishandled because the parents were so into the church that they didn't pay children attention, mm. even though they were at the church and some of them became abused. Wow. Well, we have to watch our focuses. Our focuses must be lined up. Yeah. We have to. What's important? Your children are gifts and you have to train your gifts. Your children are going to be the future doctors and lawyers and Indian chiefs. So you have to train them. So what are we doing today? We're looking and observing it. Our young men that's taking each other's lives. Women are committing, you know, crimes as well. But I do believe a lack of learning the proper things, the proper etiquette, the proper manners, the proper self-confidence and building yourself up. Yeah. Just because that person's going to do I want to say drugs or whatever. Does that mean that I have to do it? Just because mama and dad became divorced, should I become divorced? No. That was something that that happened. But you can decide in your own mind yes. that you're going to do great exploits in the world. Yeah. And it has to be, the confidence has to be built up so you know. You've got to respect yourself. How do I respect myself? Mm. I don't just eat anything anyway. I don't just dress any kind of way I don't just acknowledge people just any kind of way and this lawyer was telling me she, she said when you come to the court there was a young man there and this and he was the one that was there for the supposedly the crime and the other boy was supposed to be the innocent one mm-hmm. and he said uh, he asking me question and the young man said yes sir no sir yes sir his manners showed up were the one that was supposed to be innocent used all this, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And that was the one that was supposedly taken him to court. He said it matters in the court. The judge gave him a, gave him a chance yeah. because of how he carried himself. He knew he had been trained well, and children do get out of line. But he had a basic background of being taught. 
Mm-hmm. And we see that so much. We see it, we see it in our, uh, I don't see it in the school systems because I go in there to teach them, but I'm around p- children and I take, I've taught uh, children that have gone through, um, uh, what's my little, my little, one of my friends, uh, once they get in trouble, what's it called? Alternative school. Yeah. That was my good example. They taught, I had an example of teachers, they, they hired me to come in and do a training with these kids that were in alternative school. What I realized, Mr. Pennywell, mm-hmm. that it's very important to give our children exposure. Yes. That's important to the good things. If they never see any better, mm. that's all they have to think of. So you have to give them a different focus. Get them involved in sports. There's a discipline in sports. Yep. Get them involved in going to church. Get them involved in um, cotillions and votillions. Mm-hmm. That's very important in their training process as well. How to be with others, how to how to be in a group, how to stand strong no matter where you are. I think that's that's so important. So important. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at this point you probably my um, but these alternative school kids graduated and I had the limousine to pick them up. They were all dressed up like they were going to a prom. Mm-hmm. I took them to the highest point of the city so they could overlook the city. And I, their parents are invited as well. Because I, when I teach the kids about social skills and manners, if the parents are smoking and the kids are being taught, they go home and say, Miss Manners say you don't do that. And the, and the parents will say, well, I don't care what Miss Manners says. <laughs> so, so you have to have an understanding that you're going to be teaching some things that they're not being taught in the homes. But it's not to bring anybody down. It's to help the kids to be better yes. so that they don't get punished or, or get line-roaded to the alternative schools. If you can catch them there, they don't have to go to alternative schools. If they learn authority when they're little, they don't have to be put in that category because once it's on your record mm-hmm. it seemingly builds yes. and you and so when these kids saw that and the parents saw that um, they were just excited the parents were excited and the children were teaching the parents because they go home and say what did you learn from Miss Manners today and they would go home and they would tell and when I'm in the school systems I would see the I'm teaching the little children mm-hmm. but the the, care, the, the ones in the background, they are there and they're peeping around the corner because they like that. They're learning something that they never had. But we try to make us be a, make you, what you want to do, not make them be ashamed. But you'd be surprised how many people, they have their degrees and they have no life skills. They have no social skills. They don't know, they've never been told these things. I was talking to a young lady, she had a degree, smart girl. She was wanting to get into the military because she wanted her education to be paid once she got in there, help her out. She had two, two small children. Mm-hmm. And I began to talk to her about the importance of being on time, <laughs> the importance of calling ahead when you see that you can't make it or something is going on, not to just to leave it. Yeah. And my husband and I are in constant conversation by good customer service. Yes. Nothing can turn you away anymore then you go to a McDonald's and ask for a cup of coffee, two creams and two sugars or two cent, two not sugars, but say you want just the cream added on the side. Mm-hmm. And you're rushing, you pull off and they say it's in there, you think it's in there, and you look in the bag and you don't have it. Or you pull up to the service up to the to the to the McDonald's, mm-hmm. you get to the window, you were fine, you were doing well and you're you know, you felt good and everything. Then all of a sudden you get there and it's how can I help you? Real nasty. Yeah. It does something to you. It changes your attitude for the day. You have to watch it. Mm-hmm. And where did you pick it up? You picked it up at the window in McDonald's. <laughs> you see? Yeah. And we don't realize the other day, as a matter of fact, that happened to me. And I was in a hurry. And I said, man, I was looking forward to eat that burrito. I wanted that burrito, but I wanted the sauce with it. It's not good to me without the sauce. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to uh, get some food from the, the, the fruit stands. That's where I was going. And 
I said, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to go back to that McDonald's once I finish here. And it's how you handle going back. Mm -hmm. So when I went back, I said, may I speak to the manager? She came over. I said, I purchased this and I gave her the receipt so she could see that I had been there earlier. And I said, and I really do want the food, wanted the food. Mm -hmm. I said, but when I got there, I didn't have everything that I had ordered. And uh, I didn't go up to the window and embarrass them or anything. And I talked to the man. She says, oh, thank you so much. I pulled her aside. She said, I'm going to take good care of you, and you're going to get what you need. And she did. So it's the way you handle it. When I think about the case of, and I don't know them, but I think about the young man that was standing in line, and they began an altercation and go outside to argue over getting in line over Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. If I may interject here. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you... Uh, when we talk about etiquette and manners, the first thing the average person, at least us guys, think about is eating. What has been delineated here is more than just eating proper, using the proper utensils. Yes. And as I said, she has delineated here uh, self-respect, etc. But the average person says, oh, I know how to eat. I said one time, and I was kind of caressed when I said, I said, a dog knows how to eat too, like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it's more than just learning how to eat or properly. Yes, yes. How to eat. Yeah. It's more than that. And I, and I think she so aptly had brought this out. And, and we're trying to get people to listen. Oh, we don't need you. Yeah, it's not just eating. It's more than that. It, it could be your life, mm -hmm. you see, and the skills that you learn how to, how to communicate with people. Mm -hmm. I, when the authority says stop, guess what? You must stop. Don't keep acting silly, backing up and, and going in your pocket. Listen. Just, just uh, uh, use common sense. Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we don't use common sense, or we don't know the proper way to interact. And in, in the way our society is, and specifically, if I may say, uh, men of color, it, it, it doesn't take very much for an altercation to take place. Or yeah. the authorities may feel they have the right to. So we're saying to our kids, no, you don't have to be little woosies, if you will, but you need the, the proper skill and be able to communicate properly. And let yeah. me interject okay. here. When you're talking about communication skills, to, I teach my children right away eye contact. Eye contact yes. is so important. Yes. Mm -hmm. If I'm saying good morning to you, do you drop your head or do you hold your head up and look me straight in my eye? eye I teach them how if you can't look at me in my eye, look right between the eyes and it looks like I'm looking right at you. Yeah. I teach them if they're going to walk out on the publics to make, do public speaking, what they need to do to enhance themselves or to take in the whole room so they can come out and not be so nervous. Uh, I also, uh, in teaching them, it's, imp it's, very, it's very important to know how to shake the hands of someone. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so insulting to, take sh to shake someone's hand, they give you a little petty shake. Yeah. I teach them against that, teach them how to grip the hands and to, and this is important to shake hands. And who shakes hands first? Who extends their hands first? Who, what about the person you took your friend in to meet your parents or your grandparents? Who, 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 who speaks, who shakes hands with whom first? Do the, when you go for your boss, who extends their hand first? Uh, if you're walking out with your boss or your boss or some dignitary, what do you do in that situation? Hmm. So that's the communication. It's not just verbally talking. Mm -hmm. It's even how you communicate mm -hmm. and how you handle yourself. Yeah. You can, you know, you can get angry, walk off and say that, and you just cut your job off right there. Hello, TGOS listeners and all local vendors and entrepreneurs. I want to support what you do by advertising your brand and business. If you are interested, you can purchase 30 to 60 seconds of advertisement on the next episode. Contact me via Facebook or Instagram for prices and details. If you simply believe in what this podcast is offering, you can sponsor the podcast with monthly donations of your choosing. Let's continue to uplift each other, move forward, branch out and support local businesses. Love each other, but most importantly, love yourself and now back to the episode it's funny uh, for those of you who listen that was mr robinson just speaking yes um and i'm glad that you made that point not just on the uh, con uh content 
context of what you said, but from a male's perspective, I was once in, um, I used to work at Target, and this guy came in, he had, I think that was his girlfriend or his sister, I'm not sure. He needed, well, they needed a microwave. So he was trying to, I think it was the girlfriend was trying to tell me, but the, the guy had made no eye contact, eye contact with me the entire time. And he addressed me as little man. <laughs> yeah. So he was deliberately trying to uh, degrade me. And I'm looking at him and he was much he was bigger than me. But I didn't care. I'm like I'm looking at I'm trying to get yeah. eye contact with you right. to let you know that you're talking to another man just like mm-hmm. you. Right. And this is quite disrespectful. Yes. But you're yes. not going to <laughs> like James Brown said, I'm not going to come out of myself. There you go. So, I'm just standing there and he's repeatedly saying, "Hey man, yeah, go get go get it, little man." And um, I was like, "Wow." And the the, uh, the girlfriend or the sisters were like, why are you saying this? Why? And they're trying to, they don't understand why he's being that way. But you yeah. can tell that they're used to that. Provoking. Yes. So for me, um, learning not just what to say, yeah. but how to react yes. to when people That's say true. something to you. It makes true. a huge difference. Yes, it does. Yes, huge it does. difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Confidence, too. It builds your confidence when you get... Uh, so when we when we start when we're talking about the communication, it also talks about you know making sure you're building your confidence up too. Failure yeah. is expensive, mm. but it's a lear- it's a lesson learned. Yeah, and that's and I'm glad that and going back to the concept of, of alternative schools. Um, when I was growing up, we had this place called Crossroads, mm-hmm. um, and in Thompson, Georgia. Mm-hmm. When you were bad in school, that's where they sent you. But nobody talked about coming back, mm-hmm. being reintroduced right. to the general public. Right. Then this plays over into prison, mm-hmm. prison reform. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody yes. wants the idea or teach you the idea of, okay, you're going to be here. This is what you did. You need to be punished. Mm-hmm. But somebody also needs to say, okay, this is what you did. How can you learn from that so that you can get back into society? That transitional period, that's very important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And these skills that you all teach can make that bridge from this to that mm-hmm. flow a lot better. That's right. And basically what you said, how you present yourself, it makes a huge, huge deal. i never forget when I was here mm-hmm. going to school, mm-hmm. I was, ooh, I was a bad student. When I mean bad, I didn't study, I withdrew from courses, was failing. Mm-hmm. But it's not that I didn't know the material, I was being lazy. Okay. So I had okay. to approach the dean to ask her, hey, is there any possible way I can stay in school because I was about to get kicked out? Yes. Um, but my girlfriend at the time, who we were not together, um, mm-hmm. um, she, she said, make sure when you go in there, you shave your face, mm-hmm. have a nice orange shirt, wear a tie, pay pants. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even there on time. I was early. Mm-hmm. So when she walked in, there's where I was. Mm-hmm. And I made, and even though I didn't look good on paper. Yeah. She couldn't help but to acknowledge. She said, you're a nice, polished young man, mm-hmm. the way you present yourself, but I'm mm-hmm. sorry, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing that she didn't forget. Right, right. And it makes a right. long-lasting impression. It does. It does. Yeah. And that's it. That, that, that first imp- that making that first impression. You're going to remember that first impression. Something I'm going to say or the way I look, the way I carry myself, may even be the gray hair. <laughs> you know? yeah. Because they'll say, are you the lady with the salt and pepper hair? At that time, I was the lady with the salt and pepper hair. You know? So, um, and they still remember, I went to a restaurant that I hadn't been in in a while. When I walked in, he says, Miss, Mrs. Manners. <laughs> My name is Mrs. Robinson, but he knew me as Mrs. Manners. And so you gain respect when you give respect. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think that... Um, now, the principles that you all teach, do you think there is a, a difference between teaching them now and what was, what's being taught now than when the older generation, like baby boomers and the, gener- the millennials, do you think things are, the, the same concepts are overlapping or do, are you having to tweak certain things? You're having to tweak, tweak certain things um, because of uh, technology. Yeah. And when we talk about technology, uh, when you get to my age, you're not techno savvy as some of the young <laughs> teenagers and your little 
peep. Look, my husband talks about the little kids coming in with the little iPads and all, and they just be flicking, and you know, and so you have to study and like, find out, you know, it's it's different. Yeah. But basically, the things that you say you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. So if you eat, you learn these things when you're going through as a child, you just enhance them as you go along. You just add on and add on and add on. Each In other day. Words, the, the, the basic foundation is still the same. same. The basic yeah. foundation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that hasn't changed. Yeah. But we've just gotten away from it. Yeah. yeah. And now we're trying to bring it back and revitalize some things. But the basics, basics had changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, technology, of course, changes hourly. Yeah. If you will, but those basic uh, things have not changed. But yes, you use them as the foundation to build on, and work it with this technological world. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like on the cell phone, um, I was I, one of the things I talked about on that was um, electronics. Um, there is a way and a place and a time that we don't use our electronics. Like if you're going to go to uh, a special meeting, or it's someone's home and they're hosting it. You, if you know you're a doc, if you're a doctor, or you just whomever you are, and you got a very important call, you make that known with the hostess mm-hmm. that you have. Is it is it okay if I you get permission? Because you have to also realize that people go through something when they even invite you over. That's another thing. I talk about that too. I teach them what is important with it, how to know you, the girls, how you know that you're going to something that's formal when you see you got to have the ambiance you mm-hmm. want the light you want the music you want you know it's a setting you know so when you go to someone's home you need to know you don't just come out even even if it's your even if you're going to teach your kids you don't want your cell phone at the table my husband tells his children he said now listen no cell phones at the table put i don't want to put them on vibrate you know, yeah. so you got to know, and even in church services, sometimes oh, yeah. you hear someone's phone go off, mm-hmm. or you may have someone see someone text mm-hmm. it. That's disrespect. I agree. You see, yeah. and it's a minor thing, but if they haven't been taught, yeah. they may giggle at it and think it's funny. It's not. You know, you got to know what your fault poses are. Yeah. Some serious fault poses. And uh, emphasizing the the seriousness of it, even at, when kids are, are young. Um, I'm learning, and I'm learning that from like my friends, as they raised their twin boys. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to high school and middle school together, and watching them, it's kind of funny. Cause I'm like, man, you're doing what your parents used to do to us, yeah. you know, when we were yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I have to support the seriousness when they speak yes. to their kids, That's right. and make sure that they don't see uh, me smiling or gay. Like this is something that you have to remember, knowing mm-hmm. that this is bad or this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that even now, when I visit, it's so for you. Remind me so much of my mom. It's 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 a warming feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I see her, and she didn't notice this till a couple of years ago, she said, "CJ, my family name calls it. Wait, my family calls me CJ." Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, "CJ, when you with me, I notice that you turn your phone upside down. Mm-hmm. That means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. That means you're paying. You know, you're in the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that it makes mm-hmm. a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Even you see um, when people go to comedy clubs or they go somewhere, there's a presentation, and you, it's in a dark room. Mm-hmm. But if you turn mm-hmm. your head, it's lit up with cell phones with people. Yes. And even with that, and I, I agree with the person that's presenting, you have every right to call somebody out because right. this is your time. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot about you as an individual. It's about you having respect for people and, and what they're servicing you. Um, but I, I'm i so glad that this is being done because there are people my age mm-hmm. and older, and even me myself, that still don't know, so know certain uh, forms of, um, in relation to etiquette, on what to do and what not to do. We just automatically assume. Mm-hmm. And these, don't do that. This is why I wrote the book. And that book is called Making Manners Matters, a training manual. Mm-hmm. I wrote this book because I wanted to recruit other train and train other etiquette consultants. Yeah. That they there will be more voices out there. Mm-hmm. Even in the school system, the teachers were on the job. If when mom and daddy, if something were not right with the kids, they could write them and let the parents know. And the parents didn't just take the child's side. They mm-hmm. had to hear both sides of the story first. Yes, now, ma'am. if you go back and tell the parents, tell the 
the parent, the kids tell the parent, then the parents come up automatically would take role of an offend the teacher. Mm-hmm. And when they haven't heard the real story, they haven't heard it all. Hear your children. And that's another thing I want to make sure you do is praise your children. Give them praise. Yes. Give yes. them praise. Give them for, uh, you know positive, uh, act, you know compliments. I don't think I did everything right with my children. I missed it in some areas because there were areas where I had never, I had, I had never had a daughter-in-law before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know to tell my sons. Um, uh, uh, I didn't do that. I didn't tell my sons who to marry. Yeah. Uh, I didn't tell them. I did tell, hope that they would. I never could choose the, the mates for my children. I want. That's not the point. The mm-hmm. point is, I wanted to set an example that they did not come down, but they would elevate up. Yes. You understand? Don't, don't go down. Marry up. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say marry up, not not just that that they're better or nothing else. I'm trying to say that if you if you lower your standards so much, you got to have your own standards. You got to have. If you lower your standards too much, you become anybody but who you are. Mm-hmm. So don't let someone else make you become who you are not. If you have a standard, and your standard, my standard was this is what I wanted as a family. This is the kind of man I wanted, this kind of woman I wanted. Stick to it. Yeah. If you don't want to meet someone in the nightclub, you want someone that wants to be, have a family, that want to have something in life, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Don't change. Don't change that. The other thing was being informed. You want to be informed. I see so many people that don't read. It's important to keep up with current events. Not that you want to be involved in it, but you want to be able to have a conversation no matter what's going on. Yes. As you're in current, you're current with your information. Mm-hmm. If you're going on an interview, you want to be current. You want to find out about the company, mm-hmm. what they expect. What do you want him to call? What do, what do I? What do you want me to call you? That's important. If you come and you ask the person, they say, "Wow, no one's ever asked me. I have to think about that." That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And those are the kinds of things, little things. They're not major. It's that you just need to have it in your belt. And once. Mr. and Mrs. Manners teach you that, get those skills in it. You don't forget them, I don't believe. It comes back up. Some things, if, you, if I didn't, uh, we don't say it to you, the circumstances will say it to you. Yeah. And you'll say, oh, I remember this. Oh, I know that, I remember that. And these if, students are individual, individuals actually stand out. Yes, they do. Mm. Even if it's the person that's interviewing them and they themselves don't have the skills, they know something different about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, unfortunately, we don't run out of time. <laughs> I know I could I could ask questions myself, and I know you all can go on based off your experience and what you've seen uh, to prog- the progression progression in your students. Mm-hmm. And um, but um, before I close, I w- would like to ask what I enjoy asking other people is uh, my interviewees because I know it varies. Um, what would you say in consideration of your your business, your corporation, your life. Um, what would you say is the glory in your story? The glory in my story. I was out to dinner at a local restaurant, and there was a family with several children about to leave the restaurant after eating their dinner at a buffet. And one little girl ran back to the buffet on her way out and grabbed a handful of fruit, and it spoke to me. I could have been that little girl whose parents were taking all eight of us out to dinner to eat. And I did not know, or she did not know, that that was wrong and unhealthy. So the glory in my story is to open up such a service business as training to enhance proper social skills, to make people, parents, managers, and others aware of the cost of failure. It's expensive. The glory comes after seeing my students excel and to live to hear their success stories and see them as well. Because iron sharpens iron. Yes, ma'am. I like that. I, I completely saw that. And uh, it was funny because my mom, 
grew up in a family of it was, it was maybe 11 or 12 of them mm. and it's funny because back then they just yeah you, you had kids like it was nothing <laughs> and uh but the kids were raising the kids and he had a lot of things to do like my mom was raised on a farm so everybody mm-hmm. had a job mm-hmm. um but uh mrs robinson and mr robinson thank you so much uh for sharing this um this is very much needed especially in 2020 i mean in 2000 in 2020 sorry mm-hmm. wow yeah mm-hmm. 2020 mm-hmm. um during a time where it seems like things are getting worse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah we do need to get back to the basics mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. far forward as we've gotten we do need to go back mm-hmm. to reflect so that we don't repeat these patterns that's right um, especially within um, different cultures um, different settings men women um, children um, children are getting exposed to so, so much, much and it's the filters are thinning out that's right and um they don't we, love themselves. We need to love more. Yes. Have the patience to to understand that these children that are not on the right road, something is missing. And it was a teacher that informed you, that gave you a tissue to wipe your nose, or it was a teacher that helped you out or encouraged you along the way or put extra interest on you or and talking to you and sharing. We need to reach out that way and always kill the people. Before we, I mean, when I say kill, I mean with your mouth. We can yeah. say things that's gonna make you, you you ain't nothing. You won't be nothing. Those kinds of things. You praise your children, little things. Find something to praise them about and work towards that, so we can love on our children. Our children are our gifts, mm-hmm. and they in turn yeah. will one day love us back. Exactly. I'm actually he doesn't know this yet, but I'm actually going to reach out to an artist uh, who, as a child, his teacher said that because of the way he holds his pencil, mm-hmm. he will never uh, be able to write effectively. Mm. Fast forward to him now, same way. That's how he does his art, mm. effortlessly. Mm. Same way, he's been holding his pencil the same way, mm. but when he draws and he paints, he's like, wow. Mm-hmm. So his mom encouraged him, say, hey, baby, mm-hmm. don't change. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And now he's a, a local artist, mm-hmm. and he is one of the best I've ever seen. He's done murals, and he's just, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. One painting he did by thumb, just by thumb, his fingers. He did what he didn't use a brush, just used his fingers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. So, uh, again, thank you for your time, and um, thank you for sharing your experience. Uh, for those of you who are listening, this is the latest episode of the glory in our stories uh, with Mrs. Mildred Robinson of Mr. and Mrs. Manners. Manners. Yo, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories.